are Squawking Dead. We're here to cover the mid-season premiere for The Walking Dead, Season 5B, as they like to call it. Welcome back. It was such a short trip. I mean, I, I gotta tell you guys, I kind of needed the longer break. I, I went on vacation uh, in the interim, and I came back the night of the mid-season premiere. So, th- hence the reason why we're actually broadcasting on Wednesday. Uh, I'm your host, David Cameo. I'm joined by Carol... Uh, wait, hold on. I have to say it right. Say it right, son. OG, oh Squawkin' D, Carol G. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, just Rachel Burt. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I feel like... I'm here, too. Because I had reason, I, I I figured out that there's a problem with me announcing you in that way. It's like, okay, it's Meg the Geek, and and then it just gets worse as you go down the line. Oh. And then last but not least, Ra- Rachel Burt. <laughs> just, just Rachel. Cosmo Mom 09. And if you haven't donated to your, her charity, you, you still have time to do that. The description, yep. just go there, click the link, and and she's two hundred dollars away from making making that thousand dollar goal to shave her head like Alpha, and she's gonna be so in Sonoy with a close. bald head. I am. Yeah, we're that making this awesome. happen. It's happening today at the end of the stream. Two hundred dollars. That's it. That's we're, it. Doing, we're doing a Jerry Lewis telethon right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, call in right now with your donation. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, lady, lady. <laughs> This is like an old person reference. I'm sorry, people. That was good, though. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I've heard him. Okay. I'm okay. Um, I seriously have to keep scrolling down. No. And and Tom is very sad that Meg is not on the show. Yeah. Uh, but she says, on because she's on Facebook right now, I'm quitting anyway, Thomas. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, right? Um, it, so, it made it on the show. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do, I wanted to announce this before we, f- I would forget. I would totally forget. Um, I'm announcing an upcoming giveaway. I, I, if you're not following our, sh- our social portal, start now. Um, it's at Squawking Dead on Instagram. It's at Squawking Dead on Facebook. I mean, if you do, literally, <laughs> facebook.com slash Squawking Dead, you'll get there. Um, and we are at Squawking underscore Dead on Twitter. Um, the road to thousands. Basically, this this giveaway uh, is something that I kind of brainstormed and with kind of a help with our little host committee. I kind of narrowed down how I wanted to do this, and we did such a good job of of um, doing uh, of of having our last giveaway, the uh, the cameo. Um, cameo.com shoutouts giveaway that we're going to be doing that again and um uh the link to that uh the link to that giveaway the giveaway will actually open sunday night during our live podcast of uh of next week's episode of fear the walking dead because we all we will be broadcasting live on sundays again because like seriously talking dead is not going to be back until the season um the season finale 10 premiered yeah i was so he's like well, yeah are they Herbig not wait, are that. they not covering the season finale of fear of the walking dead it didn't sound like it he said i'll see you back october 6th for walking dead season oh. and i'm like what what do you yeah. mean wow I mean, yeah, that I, was what he said. I thought they would be back for the for at least like at the, least the finale. The, yeah, that mm-hmm. is some shit right there. Yeah. I mean, you could even see like Chris Hardwick. Like, well, first of all, okay, just so people know, the Talking Dead of last Sunday was pre- like way pre-recorded. Mm. By the way, yeah. so I, and in some ways, I'm not even sure that, <laughs> that he actually watched this this season's like this the episode of this week mm. too. No. It, it didn't feel yeah. like it. Mm. Did it feel that way to you guys? Hmm. Oh well, did it? Uh, well, I should I ask know. if any of you guys watched it. 
first. Yeah, it's the, very I watched easy the Talking Dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm it's, up it's, to speed. Yeah, it was really, really recorded way early on, and so like the questions he was asking was like, okay, like it, the, the the scene between you and Isabel, and you know, which is Sydney uh, Lemon episodes ago. Just going back to, so I want to close the book on this Talking Dead thing because I want to continue with the giveaway details. Um, but yeah, I just it's just like it's just a strange thing to do. I I, I mean. It takes away from the, wonder, pre- the prestige, well, right? I, yeah. I almost wonder if they were even planning on doing a Talking Dead after Fear if they hadn't had the season 10 special. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, they must have well, they must have pre-recorded um, the season fina- the mid-season finale, the <laughs> the SDCC special, and, yeah, and this yeah, this yeah. one way before. What is going on? Like, <laughs> what? Are they, is it like a money-saving route? Well, I should bring this up because... Um, speaking of money, I guess um, there is a bit of I, I I actually didn't write this down, but there is um, headway into the um, the lawsuit against AMC. Basically, Ooh. there's there's a battle between Robert. I think it's Robert Kirkman and AMC, and um, they're basically suing AMC for like um, I think for uh, for like rights or like just money rights and stuff like that. Something to do with like you know paying like uh kirkman and all the producers and stuff like that because they're not getting paid as well mm. oh. but it's there's something to do with that it has something to do with like how the money flows mm. and um mm. the court the the court is basically proceeding with that right now they, they basically and they're basically it, it stems from originally the the frank darabont lawsuit and so frank sued amc mm. and then kirkman et al sued amc and so the judge that the ju- the previous judge kind of quit and a new judge took over and they're kind of threatening to kind of join the lawsuits together even though Uh-oh. these guys and these guys don't want to have anything to do with each other <laughs> so <laughs> it's a yeah. mess and that doesn't include Ooh. the separate lawsuit for fear of the walking dead involving david mostly david alpert uh in this other comic book um david alpert is also a producer on the show and there's a claim I, we reported this like a several several episodes ago but um basically that david alpert stole the idea for fear the walking dead as a concept from another comic book uh regarding mm-hmm. the zombie apocalypse so there's that that whole mess and so Ooh, i think thanks. i think amc is doing whatever possible to not to 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 basically hoard their nuts so that you know because <laughs> it, in case of like a serious fallout from this um this lawsuit yeah. Yeah. so I mean, does that, does that trickle yeah. down to Talking Dead? Is that what's going on? I mean, I don't know. Could be but, why they haven't been on weekly either. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's that's what I'm saying. And so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we'll be taking over for them uh, as long <laughs> as possible. We'll, if we get more details about them covering the season finale, um, then, um, you know, whatever. But uh, until then, you know, we'll be taking over from, from here on in. So. Um, what I wanted to say was uh, the road to thousands, our our new giveaway, which will be opening Sunday night when we do the next um, live podcast after the show. And um, what I wanted to say about that was uh, the cameo.com giveaway that we did in our last um, round of giveaways was really, really successful. We did we we basically gave away two shout outs um, at the top at uh, at the end of it. because it was like it was like at the end of eight weeks of giveaways and it really, really did some good. And, and I was really happy with the winner. Aaron um, and uh, and I kind of want to do the same thing again except I kind of wanted to flip the script a little bit because uh, we're going to do one giveaway um, uh, like basically a single winner but the catch is this 
there is an unlock feature to this giveaway. So the road to thousands means um, every time we reach a thousand followers or subscriptions or um, likes, etc., on Facebook, like in any one of these social media categories or on our, our YouTube, etc., um, we unlock another winner. Okay, mm-hmm. and so it's going to be a, over a long period of time, like basically until um, well, I guess eight weeks, I guess <laughs> until uh, The Walking Dead comes back. And so we will be announcing the winners on October. I mean, not October 6th, but I mean, I'll have to figure this out because we have to tally, we have to tabulate the winners from our randomizers and, and all that stuff. We have to make sure that that certain, whether whether all the votes uh, uh, like tally up correctly, false positives and stuff like that, because there are some verification routines that we, we go through. Um, but the bottom line is that every time we reach a thousand in any of the given categories, a thousand follows or a thousand subscriptions, etc., um, we unlock another winner. So, and, and no limit. So there could be a, like an unlimited amount of, um, of winners for this giveaway. Well, not unlimited, obviously, but if there was, I mean, can you imagine like, okay, we get 10,000 followers, there's 10 giveaways, you know, that's 10, that's 10 winners. And then Ooh. you could basically choose from anybody on any walk. And I, I guess anyone, but um, I would say the Walking Dead cast members uh, or fear the Walking Dead cast members, um, any of them that are on cameo.com. So take a look at those. If that's something you're interested in, um, wait for the official announcement. We're going to be updating the website uh, probably live. Uh, I'll have the website ready to go to be able to, to uh, start entering uh, and then spreading the love. And then it, what's really good about these giveaways is that is the viral option um i think it's the viral share option which is really cool it gives you a specific a link specific to you and every time you get somebody to join the giveaway you know and follow on the various portals etc you um you get another entry so it's really cool i encourage you guys to keep your eyes peeled um no hosts can't actually join this (laughs) (laughs) sorry meg meg was most upset about this i think um and uh yeah so it's gonna be cool um anyway so moving along that took a really long time to say that will be left on the cutting room floor (laughs) so um so i wanted to give some shout outs at the top of the show what the fuck, Nisa? I missed you. It's been a long time. Uh, I already said hello to ATO Dez. Um, he's the stand-in for Victor Strand. Uh, we got Eye in the Dark 2. We got ATXOG. Um, we got Celtic TSO, our, the main man, Thomas. Um, and Meg Dendy's on. And uh, technically, uh, <laughs> technically, you're on too, uh, Rachel. <laughs> so, <laughs> Am I still on? Oh, I totally signed off. Maybe. I My don't know. My phone was going to die. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I was there for a minute. Um, so yeah, we're going to cover the episode, but I, what I wanted to do was, well, your, your, um, your kid, your first kid, uh, your first daughter, uh, Carol is starting school soon, right? Today. So is it today? Okay. Uh, it's the first day. Uh, today was kindergarten. So I was like up at the crack of dawn, make packing school lunch, getting her ready. Like the whole deal. Like it was crazy. It was pandemonium this morning at the school. It was like <laughs> parents, kids, bags of supplies i feel like i was more nervous for her than she was like basically Aww. like she was like fine and meanwhile i'm like okay bye okay bye <laughs> but yeah it's crazy it's crazy officially in the elementary school game you have like an empty nest syndrome kind of thing going on not even it's just you know now it's you know what it actually gives me more time because like now i'm putting the kids to bed earlier so like last night they were like asleep by 9 30 and i was like (laughs) i was like oh my god like i don't even know what to do with myself now (laughs) it was awesome damn 
It was amazing. Yeah, because so. I remember the podcast where like you need. I remember literally we oh had to God. end the podcast because you had to leave to put your kid to sleep like at eleven, twelve. Yeah, because it's it like they woke up and like were like mom. So <laughs> which which could still happen. <laughs> FYI, could oh. still happen. Oh, oh, still happen tonight. Well, like, but much like, earlier. <laughs> I, my son Lucas, like he'll still do that. He'll still wake up, crawl out of bed, like walk on over, like sometimes crawl into my bed. So it's like you never know. But Natalie's out. When she's out, she is out. That's like mm. me. When I'm out, yeah, you cannot budge me. No, it's done. It's done. <laughs> I found that out the hard way. <laughs> Carol, Carol, <laughs> we have a podcast to do. Carol, oh, I guess we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep in the kids' bed again. <laughs> uh, but I mean, let's face it, that is like the best thing, right? Like you're you're put into sleep and you're just like, yeah, just, just close my I eyes. Love, I love my kids' room. Like they're so fun and like their beds for some reason are so comfortable that it's so easy for me just to kind of like, but like because now they're going to sleep earlier, I wasn't. Like I literally was like in bed with them and I was like, I can, they're asleep. I'm going to watch TV on my phone right now. <laughs> I have a life. Oh my what, gosh. What it's happened? The game changer. The same. Oh man. So I believe it. But you, you had like the fantastic vacation. I saw some of the photos. Well, not photos. You put some like fun videos. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I, this old man figured out how to use the hyperlapse or time lapse. And I, and I had so much fun that. with it. I still don't know how to do that. It's it's literally all. it's I just it, basically you take a eleven minute video and it condenses it to forty seconds <laughs> or like like a <laughs> like a one minute video to four seconds or three seconds. It's great, and so you can do like like a lot of these things that you like. Okay, the few things that I did was uh, I went to, for those who don't know I went to Santiago, Chile, um, and uh, from there we, uh, Evie and I went to um, Easter Island or as it should be called Rapa Nui. Um, where, of course, the Easter Island heads, which was made by the native peoples, like this impressive, large stonework. And, um, That's awesome. Yeah. And um, basically, <laughs> Tom says, you had to end the podcast early because of a prehistoric mosquito attacking David. I'm like, yes, yes, that's true. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really cool. So like the few things that I did was there's the funicular um on in Santiago, um which is basically kind of like a um they have a hill um the San Chris uh, it's like the Cristobal Hill basically in mm-hmm. downtown Santiago, and so you take this kind of like elevator slash like railroad thing uh-huh. up up the mountain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very old. Yeah, and, it looks and it, it. Yeah, and and. It yeah. And it literally works on a system of weights. So you need just as many people going up as going down. <laughs> it's really freaky. Oh, my god! They literally need to do in 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 um because we also went to um, Valparaiso on the coast mm-hmm. and it, it's even older there. It's better. It's better um, restored, but it's, but it's whatever. It's just as old. And so they were <laughs> explaining how this has to be done. Like they attach a motor to it to kind of get it going, but like they literally have to have the same way to kind of keep it perpetually going. <laughs> so, That's insane. Yeah. So it's kind of daunting. So I actually, so I clicked the hyperlapse and just kept the camera steady. And then what, what was like a, um, the ride was like basically five minutes long it it turns Mm -hmm. out turns into like a 10 second video you know but the most impressive one i think was i had this idea we were going on the on we're at the site where basically we're the one of the largest standing um moai by the way the easter island heads are called moai m-o-a-i and um 
where the largest Moai were standing on their ahu, which is like their table mount. Um, and w- the site's called Ahu Tongariki. And, um, and these things are huge. Um, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. You're watching in the distance. The waves are kind of crashing out, crashing on the beach behind it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, I want to kind of like show people the scale of this thing, this thing as yeah. I walk towards it. Because, I mean, you could see it from the distance and it looks kind of, okay, you don't know the scale. So I'm like, I do this hyperlapse video and it's like, it, you see me kind of going down the hill really fast because obviously it's hyperlapse. But then I kind of t- turn the camera towards it and then I kind of show them like up front to kind of give people an idea of size. And it's, and it's all of like, I think, not even 10 seconds, you know, and it's, yes. it's just really impressive. And there's people in front of it for scale and... So if you want to see that, my uh, my personal handle is is on the description of every podcast. Um, it's uh, it's it's on uh, it's in the description of the YouTube and the Facebook um, live stream or post live stream. It's at Mist Yang. It's M Y S T Y A N G. You can check it out. It's the last few posts anyway, and I don't really use my personal account anymore. Thank you, Squawking Dead, for ruining my <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> so so all the good stuff is there for my life. Uh, yeah, there you go. Enjoy yeah, that. That proves that you do have like so much, so many facets to your life. Yeah. <laughs> that I lose. No, I'm kidding. No, but I have fun. We have fun. We have fun. Yeah. It's great. I was going to say, it's like, I've only been to Chile once, really, really briefly for work. And it's funny that you say scale, oh, because I remember being in the taxi and it's like, the Andes are like right outside, like yeah. the window. And it looks like a freaking building. Like it was just, Cause like I was of, telling somebody the other day, like I was like the scale of it was like crazy. It's it's um it's almost unlike anything you you see. Because and I'll tell you, I we went to the Andes on the the just the 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 day before we had to fly out. And uh, there's like this ski lodge right at the top. Uh, it's like literally uh, two and a half miles because the highest point of the Andes is actually in Argentina. So they own that part. Mm-hmm. But right before that, two and a half miles from the border is there's this ski lodge called Portillo, Portillo I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've never heard so many American accents in the country since I've been there. <laughs> it's like all Americans, Canadians and all that stuff. And they're all this, this ski lodge in Santiago, and, uh, not Santiago, but the, in the Andes. Yeah. And it's so bizarre man it's like and then the, the road go, going up to um to uh, the top basically is just it's just winding it's it's very linear so you're not going around the mountains obviously because it's not the united states but like you're going up the side of the mountain like doing kind of like a zigzag thing up this one side and in, in these like hairpin turns and stuff like that and there's literally 30 curves by the way they have numbers as you as you go up that's how oh linear gosh. it is wow. i don't want to know this <laughs> Oh, it's so beautiful. Inform- I, information I don't need to know. I did take a hyperlapse of that. By heights? Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me how high I am. Like, oh. I can see how high that is. I don't, you need to, you don't need to remind me how high up in the air I am. I will, <laughs> I will post um, a hyperlapse I did of, of the ride up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a hyperlapse. <laughs> so like, you don't get like a dwelling. You're not dwelling That's on good. the height. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it came out okay, but whatever. I mean, it was on the last few days, so I didn't have time to post it and I've been catching up ever since it's work. And I mean, look, we took us half an hour to get on this, on the stream. So, yeah. you know, here we go. <laughs> Listen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like looking at the chat. And by the way, I, I, I'm going to say this out loud because I, I had this like weird thought at, just before we got on to it was like, I'm thinking to myself, is, is Tom married? Because I kind of want to see like Tom and Meg date. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> this kind of like old couple back and forth, it's just kind of sweet in my mind. 
yeah. it'd be so adorable wouldn't it like because they're going back and forth on the facebook chat for any of you who are on live right now <laughs> or any of you that are going to go on and listen to this are you later make this love connection happen uh i'm not just gonna try i'll be like hey love let's just put them in a room together and see what sparks fly that's, that's always my attitude when yeah, it comes right? to up anybody i'm like just put them in the room together and let's see what happens yeah let's, let's just well <laughs> i mean obviously if things happen really fast and sloppy and messy let's just walk out the room <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't fireworks don't go off it's not my fault oh okay tom says tom is not married and tom is not going to date meg <laughs> famous last words that's what they all right? say until that's what they, they say do. right before they get married leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> i want to see the angry emoji tom <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> Anyway, we we have fun. We have fun, right? Anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about the episode. <laughs> Love Rachel, connection. Rachel, I want to say your nails look lovely this evening. I'm sorry. I notice people's nails all the time. Oh, thank you. It's definitely she's not <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. You. Yeah, that they're cool. very nice. Yes. Yeah. I, I they're always, weapons too. I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, they look like something. I just—I like, actually just put new gel on them. I didn't—I didn't paint them. There's no paint on them. They're just uh-huh. <laughs> little tippies, and, and they're no, natural. No, these are my real nails. Oh no, yeah, I was these are say. my nails. No, but yeah. I meant the painted. The anyway, yeah. No, the gel over top of it just keeps my weak, brittle nails from breaking. Ew. But no, these are my nails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I always wondered about that, and I know we're tangenting, but like, <laughs> is it an, is it an age thing? Is it what we do to our nails that makes them brittle what, the or something? Yeah. There's a lot a lot of factors that go into it. Um, I mean, diet, genetics, things oh, like okay. that are a factor. Um, and age, of course, yes. The older yes. we get, they can get more brittle. Yeah. Oh, so like, yeah, genetics. So like, I guess males versus females, too. Males will tend to have stra- tougher nails, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. Does that make the, sense? Ladies, it does. Ladies generally, I mean, this isn't a rule for all women, but generally ladies get their nails done. And if they do, um, I mean, that, you know, takes some wear and tear on them. That's true. So. Okay. Okay. Guys don't usually do that, so their nails are just long and strong. I guess long and <laughs> disgusting and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know it. <laughs> Guys know it. Dogs know it. That's why they lick yeah. them all the time. Anyway, <laughs> oh, there's food there. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> disgusting. It's not food. <laughs> Mushrooms aren't food. Anyway. No. No. <laughs> Anyways, um, yes, lovely nails aside, um, I, I could see why we're trying to avoid this episode because it's pretty heady. It's, this episode is really heady. I, I, it took me two watches. I, obviously, we always, I don't know about you guys, I think you guys are similar, but it takes me two, two watches to really kind of sink into it all the way. And obviously, we have to watch watch it at least twice for notes. Um, yeah, this one I I did only get this one in once, but yeah, normally I do try to watch a couple times. Right, right, yeah. And for me, it was kind of like I, on the second watch, I kind of got it a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this episode was a little hard to swallow, but only in in as much as like, oh, I thought we were gonna have like more action packed episodes, etc. Right, but like. And like it turns out to be almost kind of like like the effects were like amazing on this episode. And again, mm-hmm. it's mostly practical effects. I kind of yeah. wanted to let people know that at the top of the show. That, that was exciting to find out. 
like remember Carol? I mean, we're rehashing an old conversation we had about uh, the beginning beginning of uh, season eight. You had this gripe about The Walking Dead, and it was like they when they when they were doing practical effects, like with the guns. Yes, it was way yes. more impressive. It was, it was a different. There's a different um, result than when you're kind of adding in effects in like post because that's right. how it was. Like when they were in the prison, they were doing a lot of like using actual guns with blanks. So when they were doing these sort of like scenes with the governor, like it had a certain kind of like, I don't know, impact or result versus like, you know, when we get to like, what was it, season seven or whatever, when we're like, you know, the war against like the saviors and it's like just spraying and praying, you know, like just... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spraying and praying. And then yeah. like with no like there's no right. like um, there's no like it's just like recoil or yeah. yeah. And so like and so what we were noticing was that they kind of first of all Fear the Walking Dead last year, uh, season 4 was all about the the practical effects when it came to firearms at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um and then this season like between the the plane crash and even like the mid-season finale when you hear that um that they actually kind of rigged a kind of I think it was a real plane to fly overhead um, Daryl Chill Mitchell Mitchell as he was crawling yeah. on, the, on the pavement. There's mm. that. The, the plane yeah. crash in the beginning of the season. The All of this stuff, like most of this stuff, like 90% of this stuff is practical effects. Mm-hmm. So just to hear Very that, cool. it just has such a bigger impact and knowing that actually makes it even more. Because like you could see it and you're already impressed by it. Yeah. But then like the landmines and the squibs, I remember seeing like... Um, hearing about them doing the the next episode like a f- like obviously before I, I went away and like hearing about the process of setting up these huge these massive squib um mines mm. like and how they did it and and like it was like holy shit this is like a it's literally you know the squibs you know what i'm talking about when i say squibs right yeah it's yeah, yeah for those who don't it's like squibs are basically when you shoot somebody in a tv show like the effect of having um the blood come out of the back or the front, depending on if you have a front or back squib. Um, and basically somebody triggers it once somebody does the gunshot effect. And like it just it shows the blood coming out the front and then shooting out the back, depending on how you want it to look. Mm-hmm. And so take that, multiply that by, I don't know, 20, <laughs> 25, yeah. and that's yeah. your landmine. And, and yeah. I don't know I don't know if the sound is added too, which is another thing. Like mm-hmm. is, is there a real sound or is it you know what I mean, is it really an yeah, explosion? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine yeah. that it's not a real sound because there is a serious kind of health risk when it comes to, to hearing loss. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that is true. I just, I just yeah. think about that for a little while. Like, why would they do that? Yeah. But, that does make yeah. sense. They don't but, have to have headphones on. Yeah. Detective gear. Oh, by the way, Tom is, <laughs> right? Tom, Tom is marveling. Speaking of practical effects, Tom is marveling over your Squawking Dead t-shirt, uh, Carol. <laughs> oh. And he said, uh, did you get that from the web store? Um, yes, he, I did. <laughs> He hears that the shipping How's the is shipping? ridiculous. <laughs> that was an awesome answer, by the way. When I yeah. saw that, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on a t-shirt someday. <laughs> right? You know, that would be a great... should be the next one. It's a very a meta. Yeah. It's very meta. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and that so... That would be awesome. Yeah, just head over to the website, <laughs> squawkingdead.com, and hit the main menu yeah. and click merch, and you can go to the merch store. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, no, the merch store is not ridiculous. The shipping's no, ridiculous. The shipping's ridiculous. <laughs> We've got oh, all different God. styles and colors for representing different seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Buy more so the shipping's not so bad. <laughs> there you go. 
There anyway. you have it. Yeah, we have stickers, mugs, phone cases, but you know. I love stickers. It's all about, about the t-shirt. Yeah, the stickers are probably the best. Like, I mean, I, I just like the way these kind of turned out. Stickers are fun. It's like you're having. It's like you're. You have an episode in your hand. Classic. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Okay, so, um, but this episode, um, yeah, I mean, between the effects, between what goes on, and then, like, speaking of effects, like, you have the, what you learn um, on Talking Dead, you get a little bit more info on how the cameras actually work, because this camera is obviously, sorry, this episode is filmed entirely, like, on, I mean, some of the effects were added in, obviously, like, for effect, like, the color grading and the... And like the uh, kind of VCR-ish kind of resolution right. and effects and uh, interlacing and the the articles artifacts sorry artifacts mm-hmm. on screen, mm-hmm. but but some of it was shot by the actual ca- camera operators like the Steadicams like especially mm-hmm. during the stunts mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. okay do you remember the shot where um where there was that big explosion and Maggie gets knocked Maggie Maggie Grace gets knocked back yes 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 that's not yeah. Maggie Grace. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's that's actually steady. I learned that from the steady cam operator, Steady One. Shout out um, on the show, and um, he's like, "Nice legs, Maggie Grace," and it's really his legs. It's just really funny. <laughs> it's really funny the way he that. <laughs> he's literally wearing her style of pants yeah. um, while holding the camera because you could tell like nobody falls down exactly with the camera lined like up that. properly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the camera would be up in the air, <laughs> flying right. off into the distance. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no more video from that camera, and so right. but but I was really startled to to, know, to find out that some of it was actually filmed by let's say you know Denai Garcia and and mm-hmm. uh, obviously Maggie Grace. <laughs> you know it was really cool to know they used that footage. But I also thought of the flip side of this. Um, the flip side of this is that the editor has so much more footage to edit. Yeah, that is a lot of editing. <laughs> It's like multiply your 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 camera operators by two because each each camera had a shadow just in case too. Uh-huh. So it's really funny how that works. Yeah. At the very, I, I was going to say oh, at the very man. least, but at, at max, at max, mm-hmm. because I mean, obviously, you can have you know when you're filming one person, you can't have the real camera behind the other person. You know what I mean? It, not in, in the shot. Yeah. So there's at least one real camera. You know. But um, yeah, I kind of don't know where to start um, in terms of really covering this episode. I mean, to kind of give you uh-huh, a little right? bit of an, of an outline, though, and kind of want where I want to start off, and then I can let you guys take over is like the way you want to think of this episode is exactly the way it was put together and why it was put together because you find out at the end of the episode that um, the character played by Colby Holman, who's named Wes, uh, we find out from Talking Dead actually, um, they they basically compiled all this footage into a tape to be played at a at a truck stop. And uh, the name we'll get to the name at the end because it's in my notes. Um, for people to kind of walk in and see this tape and see what they can do to help, etc. And basically, um, when you watch the episode, you have to make note of what they say in the beginning of the tape, of the beginning of the tape that they watch, and then what at the end of the tape because it's it's also for us as viewers because the one big critique about this season has been what the fuck is it about helping people like yes. this isn't what the walking dead is about you help people you die you know like you yeah become the, uh, right yeah that's been the mantra of the walking dead right yep. right yeah. and so the the whole point of my my saying this is that 
um, this episode is kind of an answer to that critique in a way because you see them evolve from just helping people to absolve themselves from their sins and whatever mm-hmm. um, to actually changing and tweaking things around like the more they help others the more they um, the more they actually kind of um, the, the answer is more into something where like them admitting that they need help with things like a, a, a large amount of them are admitting to themselves oh all this time I was giving help to others but not realizing that I kind of need help mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yeah. I need help saying goodbye I need help yeah. finding my yeah. path you know I need help figuring out how to make the, the this world as much as it was the last world that sort of thing mm-hmm. so so each each person morphs from the beginning of the video to what to the end of the video and so that's what that's kind of what I really liked about the tape is because it, it not only wasn't as, as it was as it was intended which was an accounting of their capabilities like we can help you here's a demonstration no it it was it became more than just that you could see a discovery of themselves in this one video Mm -hmm. and i and that's what i got away from this from this um from this episode actually like the answer or the uh the paradigm from the beginning of the season is changing you know and so and so they're changing as a result so like they're they're like evolving into different pokemon right now like throughout (laughs) the last half of the season in my opinion like it's that's that's how i see it because it's like it's not enough. I mean, we all know it's not enough because that, that it's going to eventually get you killed. Right. But, oh, but wait a minute. If the end of the video is, it's not only that we're going to help you, it's that you are going to help others or that right. you are going to do something. To pass it down. Exactly. What does that remind you of? Like every, um, I'll give you a hint. Every time she left the diamond, she looked for the good out here. Like, yeah. That's Don't the name, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> it's the name of the episode too. The good out here. Um, and so, <sighs> no, say your mind. <laughs> no, I was like, are we, are we going to talk about the trees? Is we, it will. Madison? we will. Uh, and I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a fake out, right? It probably will be a fake yeah. out just because the natural reaction is to be like, is it Madison? Especially because Alicia was like, I want to find the person leaving those messages. So I'm like, mm. yeah, be I feel like they're leaning into it pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. Mo- Especially when Alicia said that she's like, I'm going to find out who this is. Everybody's like, it's Madison. But I can <laughs> right. see a total fake out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And just because they said that, I was like, so it's going to be Sherry, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wait, guys, wait, guys. We're not saying what we need to say. What if Sherry is Madison? What if Sherry's Madison? <laughs> just, oh, my God. <laughs> Sherry pulls off her mask. It was oh. me the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so now it's going to be Old man oh, Madison. Get away with it. I don't oh know. For God. some reason, I'm still feeling like Sherry's going to be linked up with a, another bad guy. I think so. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think Sherry is like in cahoots with some group that's not so good. Yeah. I mean, it- yeah. And now all of a sudden she's telling Dwight, like, don't look for me. Don't follow me. Like, I feel like yeah. that was kind of when she met a group and yeah. we're like, all right, I'm, I'm this now. I'm not yeah. right. Dwight Sherry anymore. Right. I kind of want to, I kind of want to put a pin that because I want, because it's going to link back to when we talk about the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm going to, it's looking like it's, it's turning into a situation that we've seen before. But kind of, I will go back to that because I kind of yeah. want to go, I'll, 
I don't want to go too deep into this episode. I mean, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to avoid it because a lot of the <laughs> stuff they talk about is like, I mean, I could literally go and tell you what happens at the beginning of Morgan's tape and then at the end of it. Um, we could be here for five hours dissecting this episode if we wanted. Oh, God, no. Good night. <laughs> See ya. <Yeah>. Bye. <laughs> I'm just saying there's, th- there's that much there that could be unpacked. But I, I, it, let's, why don't we just take a lighthearted approach to this? Because... Um, <laughs> There are two things, two categories that I, I, I categorized and I made sure to. It was John Dory hot takes and Sarah hot takes because there were some good ones this week. Yeah. Okay. And I kind of want to start with John Dory because on the one hand, like it, from his introduction, there are just some things about him that are just so funny. Like just from the top, from his season four intro. So funny. Okay. Yeah. And then like you're kind of yeah. seeing that again. And there was something on the show that I, as we go through the hot takes, I kind of want to bring up again because it's really prescient. But like the right off the bat, caviar tastes like bait. Yes, <laughs> like, I did like that. And I was like, you know what? That's probably right. Like I, I've never had caviar, but I was like, that seems accurate. Yeah, you haven't had good caviar. Yeah. Ooh. Listen, I, I don't live that high class life. You know? No. <laughs> well, you guys saying. have had sushi, right? Yes. No. Oh, well, you live in Michigan, though, too, which I, I always get really skeptical about Michigan because, like, seafood oh. in Michigan just freaks me out because you have you have no ocean. <laughs> we have five lakes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not seafood. That's no, lake, that's not. lake food. <laughs> I don't need anything that comes out of the water anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> just don't trust it. I don't want nope. it. Nope. No part. Nope. No part. No leg. No claw. <laughs> Nope, none of that. None so, of that. My husband hates it. Oh, really? Wow, birds of a yeah. feather. He likes seafood. I B- do. Not. Birds like seafood. Uh. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, okay. So you guys, I I happen to actually kind of. It's have you ever have, have any of you actually had smoked salmon? You you must, you must have. Yes, I have. So it's kind of like that. I mean, in a way. Is it? It's salty. Right, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's like a savory flavor. I mean, yeah, it tastes fishy, but there's like mm-hmm. this, depending on how good it is, there's this satisfying finish to it too. Yeah. Do they like pop in your mouth? Yeah, they do. Ooh. Gross. Yeah, think of this like- This sounds disgusting. I know, because textures freak me out. Uh, yeah, like textures can. Mm, oh, so you kill it. That that's like a food phobia, by the way. And I know so textures? many people that have it, like the fear of textures, like certain it's not textures. A fear. It's just like you know, like I don't know. It's a fear. That's me. Yeah. There's a lot of things I won't eat because it's weird. You gotta own it. <laughs> I mean, and then we'll move on. You know, like. Oh, I know. I'm. I know. I'm the problem. I say that all the time. I know. I'm. I'm the problem with food. I know this. So I, you give me whatever you want, and I'm just gonna pick around and eat what I can. I, oh, I know it's me. I'm. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know we just know our boundaries. We we announce them yeah. up front. We don't pretend like we're heroes. <laughs> I don't complain. I mean, if there's nothing that I'm going to eat, I've, I'm not going to complain. I'll find a, a piece of bread or a roll or something. I, you know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, and then, by the way, Johnny Five is a live shout out. Um, he says, uh, nice. "What about what about soggy bread? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> soggy bread? Oh, why would you eat soggy bread? No, but like, what does that yeah. make you think of? It's like, no, thank you. Oh <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Oh, but he yeah. also says another thing. By the way, um, he's uh, was that Johnny? Yeah, it was. He said, "Please be Madison, but what about the?" Proctors, uh, the Proctors from season three. Was it season three? Yeah. Um, the um, uh, the dudes that ran that complex. Because I don't think we heard. I don't remember what happened to them. But then there was also like 
what if it's Kalataka Walker, you know? Taco. Um, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, him. Yep. Oh, Palmetto okay. Nowhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And the, what oh, is it? Yeah. The, and Wild Dog, what was his name? I can't remember his partner. Mm, Am I wrong? Uh, some, uh, something, something like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Now I'm really like. <laughs> All I want to say is Mad Dog. <laughs> Johnny's like trying to throw out all these foods that he that because like I can't eat hot turkey sandwiches. It's like because because I, I know I why because because like that gravy will just get the bread soggy and it's just this oh, mush in your okay. hand. I've never there we go. Turkey. You know my, I'll eat that kind of soggy my, bread. My father in law is the same way. By the way, it just for some reason turkey just grosses him out. And like How he'll, weird. he'll eat chicken. I'm a meat eater. I'll eat all the meats. No, I love meat and like chicken and like fish, but turkey. No. Is it is it because it's too dry? Maybe the dryness. Yeah. Hmm. It is. Probably. It is a little on the dry side, but yeah. that's why you got to get the gravy. In oh there. my god! Yeah, you need. Too. Oh god! I need to cook you guys turkey because oh oh I've had. I've had. I've made such juicy turkey. It's just <laughs> oh, delicious. Are you I've, like yeah. the chef during Thanksgiving? Like, are you like spearheading like the food? I did one Thanksgiving, one, and it was just phenomenal. exhausting. Was it exhausting? It doesn't have to be. If you yeah. find the right method, you can you can do right. And my method involved a lot of butter. <laughs> there you go. Can't go wrong a lot of, with butter. A lot of butter, yep. rosemary, thyme. Yeah. Yep. And and, and a lot of tin foil. Yes. <laughs> it's a huge like. It was like a like. You know, you know how Superman comes in in that module. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Kryptonian. Mo- it's a Kryptonian module turkey. of Turkey, and it just lands on on planet Earth. And behold, planet Super table. Turkey. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I should have dressed it that way. Should have cosplayed my turkey. And anyway, yeah, it was many moons it. ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> little super superman booty oh my gosh <laughs> and, and the super underwear uh super yeah. tights um yeah anyway but um wh- what were we talking about <laughs> about the- um the uh, show we like oh caviar <laughs> oh it was the john doe hard top yeah, there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go so moving on from that because that was it was fucking funny um yeah and here's the thing, like I don't wanna like also only say the things that are funny about what he said, but like these are like things that are like, motherfucker. Like she has my word and she has my heart. That's all that matters in this world. I'm like, what the it's fuck, dude? Sweet. You're yeah. you're making me look bad in front of my wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very yeah. It's very She charming. was sweet too. As far as I'm concerned, we're already married. <laughs> oh man. He just went in for it the kill. It was just so happy. This episode was just so happy everybody was happy and like yeah. we saved somebody and now we're eating noodles and oh, pad thai <laughs> yeah pad thai yeah Taboo, I, yeah. I, I kept i just kept thinking like this this is it this is this is our happy moment just soak it up because and that's it it's all downhill <laughs> from here <laughs> kids will die it's gonna kids be horrible. are gonna die yeah, yeah. cooper <laughs> Dylan, uh, Dylan! Oh, oh no! <laughs> it was the pad time. <laughs> oh no! He had an allergy. Oh, no! My little prince. No, I love that kid. I don't want him to go, but it's just such a funny. I don't either. A funny thing that will never happen on a television show. Maybe right. though. Anyway, because you start, yeah, and and Johnny's saying it to now. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So yeah, and um. Oh man, landmines. It was landmines. <laughs> it was landmines. I love. It. Landmines. Just says it so matter of fact. It was. Landmines. 
it's like the office editing like he how how she just cuts into him saying that like right mm-hmm. after the explosion it's like yeah it was landmines it was landmines yeah i'd like i'd like to know where al's editing at <laughs> what? right how is she editing all of this yeah i'm, I'm kind of wondering the same thing but like she says at the top of the show that like she's um like they raided this kind of like um, I don't know what it was that she said it was like I don't know if it was a truck they stop or every like, camera they took every like battery yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. Mm-hmm. and by the way I was I mean I'm king of lo-fi editing like mm-hmm. seriously the way I used to edit sound was so backwards I used to take oh my god I'm like remembering it now it's it's so I used to I used to actually just use one single track and then and then use different files that I pre-recorded and I would just manually play them back to put them into the track. <laughs> but the thing is is that it, I was so good at it that it worked, but it was just such yeah. a manual thing to do. Meanwhile, if you just take all those tracks into an audio editing app and just insert them at the right places, you're done. <laughs> but I would do it <laughs> manually. But this is like way back in the day, like I'm talking like 20 years ago at least. Oh, like, jeez. When you had sound yeah. recorder, you know? And I that's know. all you had. Oh, my God. Sound recorder, Jesus Christ. I remember that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're like reminding me of days when I used to like tape stuff off like the radio. I'm like, okay, 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 commercials coming. Stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> like relationships would break up if you oh. didn't shush friendships yeah. would die yeah like yeah i mean it comes from the days of me recording on vhs and like rewinding and then editing and putting that back in here and then eventually like do, trying to do it over and over again so that on two tape recorders like two vhs recorders oh and stuff yes yeah. well you know what's crazy like i want to like go up to new york because like i think in my mom's place all that stuff is still there i think we still have like a ton of like old vhs tapes records like it's all just in a closet it's all just like there in a closet oh yeah i want to go through it oh yeah and you know and and my family always talks about digitizing stuff too like we have a couple of reels that we, we already did do some of that, but like, it's just so bad. And like, there's so many better devices to actually do digital, like analog to digital. Mm-hmm. And by the way, and like, shout out to that's what's up music. He, um, he or she, I don't know. But uh, he says, what about the tape to tape editing though? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Cassette tape to cassette tape. I was yeah. thinking of that. Yeah. That's my husband. Yeah. Right. And we used to call ourselves DJs when we did that too. Oh like, yeah. Like you felt, I totally <laughs> felt like a DJ doing that kind of stuff. Didn't hear me. Like... <laughs> that's, Dave, that's my husband. Oh, I didn't hear him. But no, that's what's up. Music is my husband. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that the blank has been filled. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, yeah, and and I was so good though that I would exploit like the little um not and I guess not defects, but like like these little little hacks that you could do with the tape recorder depending on what you used. Like if like the diff- it's like the difference between using a high end hi fi uh boombox or like a a tape deck like a like a module tape deck and like using a um. Do you remember those the waterproof yellow cassette players? The Walkman. The, yeah, the, like, yeah, like with the Walkman colors. You could get it in blue or yellow. Yeah, but they were like big kind of boom boxes with handles, but like not that big, but like um, basically you bring them to the pool and you could just throw them in, you know, if they had batteries. Oh, um, dang. You, and you, they still had like audio output, so you could you could hook that up to another tape deck recorder 
and there was a little thing where if I pressed the the play button in such a way while it was um, playing and the other end was recording, I can get it to slow down or, or go faster because it's, <laughs> it's just that analog. Mm-hmm. And like you can create these like really, really cool effects, you know? Yeah. This is how manual of the manual hack I am. Um, okay. But yeah, because I know we got this newfangled technology. Yeah, exactly. And now you just press a button and then you can get whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spoiled. And yet I still I'm still up until four in the morning editing. <laughs> Maybe okay. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> um, uh, the next bit is, uh, yeah, OK. But this was by far. And we mentioned this before, but it bears to be repeated. But this is by far the ugliest mustard I've seen. And, and, and he's like, what? He's like, oh, it's something my grandpa used to say. He worked in a delicatessen. <laughs> I love that line. It's just like random. You know, you're right. It did feel very The Office, very much so. It was like a very, it was a very interesting vibe to this episode. Yeah, he's like such a weirdo. Endearing though. Oh yeah, he's he's quite quirky. Yeah, I mean, he's almost like the Kevin. Like if you remember the office, like in a weird yeah. way, just just in the solo interviews, like he's it's like I count slowly, or like you know what I mean. It's like, I'm, I'm, oh my god, we should make a shirt with Kevin as John Dory. Oh my gosh! I was I was afraid to tell you because I don't want you to go. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just—I'm actually kind of loving it because Kevin is adorable, if mm-hmm. frustrating, but adorable. So it's got that kind of simpatico going on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, last one. There's a proud tradition of eating noodles around a campfire with this group. Callback. Mm-hmm. Season four, mid-season two. By the way, yeah, mid-season finale. Yeah, uh, yeah, mid-season finale. But I just like that callback. You know, like the pr- mm-hmm. and the pr- the proud tradition was like <laughs> because it links you to like it, there's continuity there there's like there, there's it's just calling back to previous seasons we're using prior knowledge to kind of pull you back in you know connect mm-hmm. you to this thing so that's that um sarah hot takes um i just love the line karma's a bitch logie <laughs> like <laughs> logie what's logie yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so blissful. I mean, I, I think audiences are have really warmed up to her over time too. I think you know so. What I mean? I, like even you, right? Like I don't. I think Carol, you didn't like her at first too, right? Yeah, I think I was like skeptical. I wasn't sure or whatever. But I do like her approach. I do like. I like the dynamic between her and Wendell. You know, it's just very odd. But I like <laughs> it's that. Very it's goofy. Odd. Yes, but. Yeah. But I can appreciate that, you know. I like yeah. that she was singing that Convoy song. Oh, yeah. For some, yes! reason, for some reason, I don't know why I thought this. There was an episode of The Simpsons when Homer sang that song. <laughs> I sang that song. Oh, my God. I, I like, feel like we need to keep making notes of these so we can, like, somehow make, like, Instagram posts throughout the week or something. Like, okay, Kevin is John Dory, Homer and Mo side by side doing Convoy. <laughs> Spot on, man. Yeah. Yes. But like, I love it. <laughs> it's like, Daniel's like, this is not music. <laughs> I know. I did like that. He's like, it's not music. 
Um, and, and then like, and then like Sarah goes and <laughs> goes right I, to the camera. It's it's not just music. It's our it's anthem. Our, it's our anthem. <laughs> which is but awesome. Like, I wanted to ask you like guys a question. That. Yeah, oh, I was like, God. what do you? How do you feel about this for real? Like how? Like I guess in the context of the show, I mean, if you had to ask me, it's like I love it. It's like the Momo thing all over again. Uh huh. Like I'm pro Momo, and I know you're uh-huh. no Momo, but like. <laughs> No, Momo. She's, she's, you see her rolling her eyes. It's great. <laughs> she looks just like Lenny James anytime. I know. Says. In yeah, real life. Comes up like, hmm. No, he you did a hard too. eye roll. You know when you have to like tilt your head back, your eyes like ricochet? But it was in slow motion. It was like bullet time eye roll. It was like. Can I tell you, side note? I know this is a big problem for me because I don't have any poker face, which has been a problem. <laughs> I'm so like, sorry. It's it's literally like I remember when I worked in my old office. We were in an open office, obviously, like little impromptu meeting that was lasting a little bit too long. It was going into lunch. I was hungry, and like we're standing there, and I guess my face had a similar expression. So all of a sudden, I get a text from like my coworker, a couple of rows down, and I see the message, and she's like, "You look so irritated right now." Like, oh. oh my god! It's like you can see it from space. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> okay, making a mental note, eye rolls from space. <laughs> like, At that's... least you know, you know, you know, like, I mean, I I can't hide it. It, it just, it is I mean, what it, it is. It just pays to be honest, because it's it's almost as if you, if you try to lie, like... Oh, it'd be so obvious. It'd be even worse than somebody who just worse. lied without the poker face. It right? would be worse. Like, it would be a thousand times worse. And you'd know instantaneously, it's like... <laughs> So your no. kids get away with everything because you have to lie to them all the time. <laughs> Parents have to lie to their kids all the time, right? So, no. Do you want to yep. know something? Do you want to hear something really funny? Yes. So, like, you know, obviously, like my kids are growing up living way more comfortably than I did, which is just always the case, mm. you know. So one time, I don't know if it was like I think it might have been Lucas that was like whining about something that they didn't have or whatever, and I was like, I think I just lost my patience. I was like, look, you have so many things. I was like, you know what I had when I had when I was growing up? <laughs> nothing. I had absolutely nothing. And then I, my mom was like next to me. I was like, no offense, mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Like, no offense. I, I know you had less than nothing, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's like they remember the now. They remember that. So now every time, like, they get out of line with something like that, I was like, remember, what did mom have growing up? And they're like, nothing. I was like, exactly. Nothing. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like by the way, that's exactly like um when we say um how's the sh- how's the shipping? <laughs> like or like that's why I was laughing is like is like, "Oh, what if this is Madison?" So that's the thing, that's that with your kids. It's yeah. like and what did yeah. mom have? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we know, mom, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> by the way in case in case you guys can't tell it i may have mentioned this here and there i'm not sure but like um like in in posts and stuff but like i, I as soon as i got back i got sick and carol's now sick because i gave her something over the phone or something <laughs> like, i don't know what it is <clears throat> it's a text virus <laughs> technology uh, um so we're kind of i'm trying to sniff off mic and i'm trying to cough off mic and all that to clear my throat off mic yeah. it's just really difficult but uh yeah i think carol is less on the men than i am like now I, I had a froggy throat at the beginning of this podcast now i have like the i can barely talk <laughs> it's just really annoying <laughs> 
because uh, you have to constantly clear your throat. It's, yes. Anyway, but uh, okay. So moving on from that, um, <laughs> he won't let me give him a haircut. I know. <laughs> that was cute. It doesn't matter what I look like. And then Sarah, it's just the way um, Mo Collins looks when she de- delivers the line. He goes, it does. And then like like this Kermit the Frog, like, yeah. It, you know what it is? It's very She's office. a puppet. It's like the camera and the movement of the camera and like the deadpan yeah. sort of like, you yeah. know, it's, it just, it's very, it's, it's such a different type of episode. Yeah, it's very cool, much. Yeah. I was worried it would be like too Blair Witchy and like give me a headache, but it <laughs> right. was done very, very well. Like there was yes. just as much steady cam as there was movement. So I was, I was happy about that. No headaches. You, yeah, yeah. You use the right words right there. Like steady cam. Yeah. 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 And yeah. because there were professionals holding the cameras most of the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. I love I love the way Denai was when she was talking about it and couldn't really put into words what it was like to act with the cameras, like holding mm-hmm. the camera, shooting other people, having to act, looking at the camera. Because you have to notice that like these people are taught to not look at the camera, right? And yeah, that's when true. It, when it comes to us and we see a camera, we can't help but look at it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a distraction to us, but they're yeah. trained to not look at it. Mm-hmm. But now they have to look at the camera while holding another camera and then that still somehow trying to be yeah. in character. It's really weird. That yeah. is true. Which kind of makes me think about like the Bra- how the Blair Witch was and like how they had to mm-hmm. film that, keep in character, etc. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it makes me appreciate that. that more. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because you don't think about it like that, but it is true. Like that extra mechanic of having to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Milani says, feel better, guys. I'm like, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, but like, but going back to Mo Collins, it's like she is. I realize it now, like just from the Walking Dead interviews. Uh, sorry, Talking Dead interviews, and like, and everything that we get, she's like a living puppet. She, her body movements, the way she moves her head yeah. and neck, she's just like a living yeah, puppet. You're right. Yeah, she does kind of have the body like, yeah. she, she goes like this. She, she's looking at them. She's looking on the side. She goes. <laughs> Yes, it does. Yeah, yes, you're right. You're right. You know, and I'm, I'm just for the audio podcast. I'm like literally profile, looking at the camera, flopping my head up and down, down nodding with like a, like one of those straight smiles with the up curled yeah. lips. Like that's, <laughs> like okay. Do you remember the Grinch? Like, in like the Dr. Seuss animation. Yes. Just the way yeah. the Grinch yeah. would curl his lips at the end. Like, like, yes. Yeah. Yep. She literally looked like that. It was really funny. Yeah, she's um, good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, physical comedy yeah. for for days. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it helps to know that she was on Mad TV once. Oh, and she's like on all right. these. She's not like a, a lot of shows, other shows lately too, like um, Silicon Valley. No, not Silicon Valley. Um, oh, she was on Parks and Rec for a little while. I know that mm. ended like a little while ago, but um, oh, she, there's something else she was on too, and I can't remember it right now. But um, but moving on, there was just one. There was one thing left because. I wanted to kind of go over that now because when when she's about to drive up to Tank City, quote unquote, which is basically the, how they're their convoy, basically where they camp out. Um, she goes, "Oh yeah, you should cut the mic off." Basically, she calls the person filming Chuckles. Oh. Hmm. Who is Chuckles? Ah, I was hoping one of you guys would oh, know, right? I didn't hear. I guess I didn't hear her say. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely planning on watching it again. But I don't I, remember. I remember her saying like it's a secret area. Nobody can know it. Exactly. Cut, you're gonna have to cut it. Right, and she refers to the person holding the camera as Chuckles. As I mean, Chuck- oh, maybe Charlie? Huh? Charlie maybe. Chuckles? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see as much of. Mu- oh, you know, maybe she was holding huh. the cameras because we didn't see as of as much of her as we could have. 
She was in the beginning and the mm-hmm. end of the tapes, but not as much in between. So maybe she was with Sarah the whole time. That's true. Hmm. I know, we solved a mystery there, Scooby. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Old man. It was old man Withers the whole time. Um. Oh my God. My mom's on the on the podcast. Hey, mom. Aww. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> By oh, the God. way, this is a callback. Um. Because Tom. <laughs> Tom is like about your mom listening to you talk about how you had nothing. She said, oh maybe Carol's mom is Madison. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, mom. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's yeah. not a knock on you, mom. Oh, uh, I was Madison the whole time. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's never going to die. It's never going to die. And it's still never. funny somehow. Still. Because <laughs> we're so stupid. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah there is one more after that okay sorry I did mess up but they have the same amount of hot takes in my opinion it's the last ones keep that she says this at the end of the video keep that rig chugging for the poet of the pavement it's such a strange line that is it's yeah. pretty random. <laughs> that's that's what she walked away with at the end of the. You know, she had a thing in the beginning, a thing at the end. It was just equally stupid. It was awesome. <laughs> oh man, no, she's she's great. I was I was nervous when I found out she was going to be on the show too because I've only ever seen her in comedic roles, and I'm like, all right, she's amazing at that. Can she be serious? Is she going to be believable as serious, or is she always going to be kind of funny? But I I think she I think she nails the serious scenes too like and Mm -hmm. because she's so funny it's almost more of an impact to see her being emotional and more raw like it it gets it gets me more anyway (laughs) i hear you i I mean i i felt that way last season when they had that scene with um oh what's his name uh jim jim on the rooftop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. yeah it's like seeing like people you kind of like lean on to kind of for that comic relief and then suddenly be hurt and it's just like oh we mm-hmm. we've de- we depended on you for that right. and now you've almost hurt us you know in the process of like yeah who's gonna cheer us up now like, giants fall yeah exactly yeah yeah that's kind of cool that that, and now you're sad but like look at how like there's like a spooling effect going on like like they're <laughs> like we're getting wound up in the drama like we're getting wound up in in the, these personalities mm-hmm. and and i love when a show can do that like mm-hmm. can draw you in by like saying but oh but now she's crying oh oh that's different <laughs> i'm not right. used to that yeah, <laughs> yeah it keeps you on your toes and i care about it yeah exactly because mm-hmm. they could easily like weave that in a way that i wouldn't give a shit like the mm-hmm. order <laughs> kidding i don't want to go back to that <laughs> that hellish <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh man oh it was horrible anyway i can't believe we I talked you about i finished it right oh i'm so sorry i did but I you did. liked I it though right it. i was like we're not neutral. friends anymore but anyway <laughs> yeah I, w- I was neutral they because- had something there like there was there was a good there was a good egg there and then somebody just shat all over it i don't know what happened <laughs> somebody just sat on it and then shat yeah yeah they just wow. it was yeah it, it had a lot of potential and then they were just like we don't care anymore do whatever you want may i offer a visual okay oh my God. Uh, and, and then you tell me if this is accurate uh, the way you felt about it and then we'll move on but think okay, about okay, okay. think about a baby who, that's still in diapers. You put the baby accidentally on bird shit, right? <laughs> but then the baby yeah. shits. And then yeah. the shit goes up. <laughs> oh. That's the order. 
Yeah, up, up, up the backside of the diaper and out. Yeah. And to, kind of, and to kind of bring yeah. it back full circle. Now that's a shit pile of mode. Uh, yes. <laughs> it is. You're welcome, oh. America. Keep that truck <laughs> running for the, for the poet of the pavement. Uh, uh, that's right. Uh, such joy. Mm-hmm. And now back to pain. No, uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you guys noticed the intro to the show, by the way. Yes, I did uh, did you notice the, the the credits in the beginning? How they were kind of pixelated? Yes, like VCR I pixelated. Effect. Yes, the VCR effect. <laughs> I great, and then that. yeah, and obviously like the 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 audio going in and out and the mm-hmm. is great. I just love. I mean, it's cute. It's cute. It is. It's creative. Yeah, and and I mean, is that theme growing on you yet? No, no. Okay. <laughs> It's such a blip. It just it's you know it's so short. You know, it's just more time of- for show. <laughs> Um, oh I noticed one thing Mm -hmm. speaking of Sarah this is a good transition from Sarah but like because we're hearing it more and more um uh, Morgan being called Momo, but being unfazed, mm-hmm. right? Like he I, unfazed. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw a face. I didn't. <laughs> he just kept the same look on the road, like that determined. I'm yes. driving on the road with this truck. Like I, I don't. I don't think we've ever seen him drive. Right? Am I wrong? Or maybe on the fear. But have we ever seen him drive? Good question. On either I show. Like, um, it was implied that he was driving, like oh, from yes. Walking Dead to Fear. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't I know that, that we saw him. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, I'm, I was. I meant hmm. ever. But yeah. So we have. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So I almost like I almost think about like Lenny James and driving, and I think he's a Londoner too. So does he ever get a yeah. chance to drive? And like, so I'm thinking to myself, hmm. oh, okay, maybe he doesn't drive ever. Like, and so he he's got this serious look. I don't even know if he's really driving in that <laughs> shot too, because somebody noted, and I think it was Tilted Tripod One shout out, um, that, <laughs> that while he was driving, it looked like a green screen, and she was oh. like commenting on how bad it was. I mean, in her opinion, <laughs> yeah, but she's like watching on a phone, I think. So, but like, yeah. I think look out for that and tell me tell me you guys what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Milani's like Morgan does a lot of walking, man. <laughs> does do a lot of walking yeah um Mm -hmm. what did you think of the whole dynamic because i i have a couple bones to pick with the the whole test situation that doesn't quite measure up but like what what was your impression of that whole arc that test arc i had my original thought about tests was that this was a lure and it was going to be some sort of an ambush that was my first thought because Mm -hmm. the way she was talking on the radio like I can't come out. I don't know where they are. And like, obviously we find out very quickly that they are landmines, but um, I don't know. I just, I didn't trust her. Like, Oh, my husband went out for whatever. Like, Oh sure. Okay. Sure. He did. Like, I just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't trust her. Not until like she actually came out of the house. And even then, even still, I'm like, watch out. She's going to shoot somebody. <laughs> like right. it wasn't until they were back at camp and she was eating pad thai with everybody. I'm like, okay, all right. I don't think she's going to kill anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also, so um, there was a time reference in there. If anybody oh, else caught it, um, yeah. Tess said, "Tess said, I haven't been outside the house since everything happened." Right. Later, Luciana says, "It's been two years. Oh. She hasn't been out of her house in two years." 
I don't think that that two years do, isn't believable to me. No, I feel it, like it's been longer. It's it, it's it's just under two years actually. And the way you know is from the Althea tapes. And I'm bringing this up now because I watched all of them yeah. this week too. Right after the uh, right after my first watch, I watched all of them in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just so everybody else knows, um, I included all the uh, the links to to the Althea tapes in our last blog for episode 61 because we had talked about the Althea tapes on the episode and so there are like um there there are updates in the blog that indicate this is after the episode like this is this is information that we that i added post the episode like so the Althea tapes each one of them i have them linked just for your comfort because like the walking dead um youtube channel is a it's just shit i have to just say like they could have organized the information a little bit better Mm. like create more playlists who cares reorganize them so that the uh, the new playlists show at the top or whatever like just okay put all the Althea tapes in one playlist like but no but i had to hunt for them you know like like or at least hunt Mm. hunt for them within the fear the walking dead playlist too and then they have random Mm. videos by the way inserted into some of these playlists too which kind of just tells me like who was in charge here (laughs) like like you (laughs) had one job everything out there yeah yeah Yeah. and i i i I know i'm shitting on them but like yeah yeah. (laughs) but no so from those tapes um one of the oh it's the last one too in particular and the last one does deal with a person who has ocd and so she does her thing is mostly counting and so she counts the number of days for the apocalypse like 543 or 56 or something like that at the time of her tape Mm, yeah yeah okay i i'm a stickler for details like this and and it's not me and it, it no matter how i look at it i it's not lining up and i and i almost always base my timelines on judith's age because she's basically existed almost since the beginning of the apocalypse so in my mind the apocalypse has been going on for as long as judith has been around no that's not right <laughs> wait hold on. well how is that po- <laughs> what judith judith was born well i mean give or take well give or take the, the pregnancy i mean what in my mind when Lori is pregnant judith exists <laughs> oh, not necessarily this is, born this is a whole this is a whole problem that's a whole nother debate. conversation yes but <laughs> but i'm just saying no i i no i that's no no no. that's opinions for for everybody no 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 i'm, also but I'm just saying like i'm also convinced that she was also born a little premature like not quite nine months uh conce- sorry, sure yeah. sure yeah something like that i could see that um because i don't think she was ready for it obviously um yeah. but there's like all there's yeah. there's a whole bunch of timey-wimey nonsense like okay i'll say this much you can figure you can figure it out to where it lines up properly the problem is like fear has holes like very big ambiguous holes between the time of the fall of the dam and the time of when mm-hmm. they settled into the diamond which they kind of allude yeah. to and they kind of and it was a shorter t- amount of time than we assumed it was etc uh, but we know that, that they were in there for at least a year. Um, so they're kind at that point when they're at the diamond, they're not quite lined up with where Morgan comes into the picture. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, and then like there's a span of time from the the time they get to the diamond, or sorry, from when they the the the, the fall of the diamond starts. There's like this span of time. Um, and then they lose Madison into mm-hmm. when they catch up with the vultures. Okay, and then they kill mm-hmm. them all, etc., etc. Yeah. So they're melon. It does make sense. <laughs> it does make sense. The problem is that you can't line it up. The, we start seeing things line up better um, in the last two seasons, mostly this season, because they're actually giving us numbers and stuff like that. And then we have to kind of take take it for gospel, right? Because we don't know the span of time. True. Um, all we do know is that we are a certain amount of months before Rick um, gets on that helicopter. 
And there's another whole part of this too. Um, there's a whole school of thought where it's like <clears throat> the question to ask yourself is: Does the time not quite lining up the way it should make you love the show any less? Right? No. Right. Exactly. No. No. Exactly. Not absolutely yeah, not. But we want it to. Those are just those. Those are the things I that I like to catch. I guess. Yeah. Know? No. I, I look for all the movie mistakes and cigarettes that are this long and then they're this long and then they're this long again. And, you know, I look for all that kind of stuff. Because I ruin it, every movie. And no, show. and you know what? I get it, though, because, like, I there's a part of us, and Carol will probably agree, that that kind of wants to kind of feel like we were there yeah. in a way. Yeah, I, I, I would like to know that so much detail has gone in that it, that it lines up perfectly. Yeah. And, and that's almost not impossible. That's impossible, but... Yeah, well, especially with the way it was... It'd be cool. Even the walkie dead was filmed right right so yeah yeah you know so but i mean that's the thing like we can let's just play the, with the ambiguous nature of where we are at and and then as long as we have like a vague idea of where we're at i, I think i'm fine because i think at this rate they're kind of bullshitting mm. <laughs> like where they are mm-hmm. yeah um because like meg says eight months and i still say six <laughs> but anyway <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I, so yeah, I, so I think the most accurate count that you are going to get uh, of where fear is at is from that last Althea tape, uh, Samora. And so mm-hmm. we have that linked in the blog, okay. um, the last blog right now, and that's episode sixty-one. Check that out. There's a whole bunch of updated links. I even referenced the giveaway that we mentioned at the top of the show um, that we're going to start on Sunday. Um, and um, we'll do the official announce- announcement and bottle popping at the top of it. So the race to, race to thousands will start then. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, oh, so back to test though. Back to the whole test scene. I get you. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that spoiled us about that experience is like when they talked about it. Um, I can't. I think I, I don't know. Was it the SDCC? No. I'm trying to figure out. Like they they did some behind the scenes talks, and then there were snippets of the video itself referencing the whole Tess episode. Mm. And the impression mm. I got of that, the re, that's the only reason why I didn't think Tess was dangerous, was that like how that okay. affected them. Like, and they were obviously still alive right, right, by right. the end of it, I guess, or something from whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like we knew that they were going to be okay. Right. Um. And so I didn't assume that. So I thought to myself, okay. They're just trying to help somebody. But I think the one thing that I kind of... So here's the bone I have to pick with that thing. You see the walkers approaching the gates. You have a number of people with cameras um, trying to cover, you know, everybody. And, and there's 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 like three or four people there at any given moment. Maybe like the average is four because at one point there's three. Then there's the fourth. And then like Sarah comes in, etc. Or Sarah and Alicia, whatever it is. Uh, Alicia Strand, etc. So there's there's more. But the average is about four. Now, the house is in the middle. As they have, as, like let's say at the north end, right? And they have the east and west gates, and then you have the front where they where they're mostly at. What would it take to just post people at different angles of the fence and just like bang on the fence to draw the walkers away so you can take <laughs> them down instead of relying on John Dory's yeah. pistols, right? Mm. That's that's the bone I had yeah. to pick with that. I'm mm. like they they could have done this better, but like at the same time, I just I just figured out a way to kind of justify their existence. And you're gonna hate this. What if the only reason <laughs> why they didn't do that was because if they did do that, they couldn't film each other? Like, mm. let's say they post it up. Oh they, yeah, they couldn't. They wouldn't be able to see each other from those different camera angles because the fences at certain mm-hmm. points are higher, like at the south yeah. gate. So yeah. I, I hate that answer because yeah. if, if that's <laughs> if that's true. Um, it's it's kind of the way they handled the Morgan stepping on the mine issue. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. instead of helping him, dropping the cameras and, and like assisting him and all that <laughs> stuff, like they just watched, the, like possibly watch him die. 
<laughs> so yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like, oh, we're just gonna film a man's death. All right, rock on. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of want to get your take on that because I, I mean, do you have any like I, I guess do you have any bones to pick with that any of that scene that that entire arc? I don't know if it's a bone necessarily, but I thought okay, if the if the yards filled with landmines, you know, guide the walkers in and and let them explode a path to the front door, and then they could walk out yeah, safely. True. You know, lay their bodies, you know, wherever they're laying, obviously it's safe to walk. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they kind of that's kind of how it ended up. Anyway, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but the, the problem is, what if you attract a herd? That's why you don't want to do that. Yeah, I guess that's always a, that's always a possibility. You don't yeah. know where they're roaming. And and Rachel's dead in the apocalypse. Yeah, right. yeah, yep, yeah. You just killed yeah, yourself and all your explosives. friends. <laughs> yeah. She's not only apocalypse sick; she's failed. tired. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Um. I, I get that. I, I yeah. There's just this. There's also and then like oh, there's also like the shrapnel issue. Okay, what if they get hit by shrapnel? Like you don't want to do that too. Yeah. yeah. Which they were. I mean, you know, they made a good point to like dodge that kind of stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, hot yeah. hot mess uh, debris basically of uh, like falling from body parts and guts. Um, yeah. But I yeah. kind of want to okay because there there is an argument to be made and I hate this argument too. Like I can easily see Walking Dead people look at. Fear the Walking Dead characters trying to help this one person and be like, "What the mm-hmm. fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, why <laughs> right. are they the yeah. weak die? Okay, <laughs> this yeah. is like this is like Rick and his crew rolling up to Alexandria all over again, kind of. If you think about it, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like what are these weak ass people behind walls yeah. having caviar oh, yeah. dinners? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And so I think about this, and the reason why I want to dismantle this argument is because even Rick and Michonne have this reckoning, you know. Back Back, back uh, when they were trying to figure themselves out in peacetime, like in Alexandria, or what could be peace. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be something mm-hmm. after, right? Right. You know, so, and this is what that looks like. You know, they, their shit got interrupted by Negan and the wolves, right? Mm-hmm. And the herd, etc. We don't know what that looks like. We don't know what after looks like yet. And now, no. that res- well, and then you have another adversary and that's resources depleting, gas is depleting, vehicles will stop. See, like right now, vehicles and gas are still working, but like where they are and TWD? Nah, 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 it's not happening. Nah, nah. Unless they make ethanol, and ethanol lasts forever. You know, and I'll never get off that hill. But yeah, and so we're not there yet. Like, but it, yeah, so there's, you have this idea of, okay, what do we do after all the, you know, the, the, the wheat and the separates from the chaff, and then you have these big ass scary groups, and then there are no more people to be big ass and scary about, right? Mm. And then here we are in Austin, and the main real adversary, and I, I called this from like season four, when you saw, um, What's his name? The Pilfers? Oh, what did I call him? Leland. Leland and the Pilfers. Mm. The main, I noted like right from that beginning is like, oh, things are tough. Mm. Things are real tough. Like things are in scarcity. Like your biggest adversary is trying to find shit and then enter the vultures and they take all the shit. (laughs) So, yeah. And so you realize, and it's like we were saying at the beginning of the season, I said this last, in last season, it's like, Texas itself is an adversary. It's the environment is the adversary. So, so you have that. You have moving on from like bad guys and good guys. And then, you know, and then who's the bad guy in the end, you know? And so this is what it starts to look like. Okay. So what do we do now after the competent people have risen? And then you still have these people holding out. And so this is what we're finally seeing. And we don't really get to see that in the walking dead as much either, by the way, because Oh shit, the Rick goes away and the herds and the bridges and the hurricane. And then all of a sudden the whispers (laughs) come in six years later. 
Like we never get to see peacetime. True. So, so this is the natural evolution of the universe, you know, um, which is why Tess, it, that the whole thing with Tess is kind of important and which is kind of translates to the video writ large. It's like, and it's kind of the end conclusion of the video. I mean, the end conclusion of the video is, and you see this on the helping boxes too. You see it's, um, take what you need, leave what you don't and help, help how you can. That's the third line now. And so now they've added like like that that. last line. And, um, and that's the takeaway. There's this thing that goes on that, that happens to June and it's a little bit puzzling because there's a little bit of a contradiction there. Tess says, oh, not Tess, but, um, in musing about Tess, June goes, I guess that's what happens when you stay in one place for too long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you could tell she's referring, you can't really tell initially because it's way in the beginning, um, of the video. If she's talking about Tess or she's talking about the diamond again, like settling in one place too long. But then, but then by the end of the video and there is some she drops another line like midway into their into this video like about but I guess let's find a place like I want to find the right place and at the by the end of the video mm-hmm. she goes I want to find a place that's right for us you know like mm-hmm. like a, a place like she convinces herself that there has to be a place like there has to be a place that that's just right for the apocalypse mm-hmm. the, I guess the only question is do you think that they'll find that right place and do you think it'd be kind of cool for us to see what a like static safe location post-apocalypse finally is in this universe because it mm-hmm. seems like other than Alexandria which actually kind of holds out the test of time because we're seeing some scenes now about like the hilltop and how it might go and, and the kingdom mm-hmm. went in the last season and who knows what happened to Oceanside because what the fuck but like Alexandra seems to be the only place that is held together mm-hmm. in a way through its ups and downs. But other than that, like Fear of the Walking Dead has had no sanctuary at all, you know? So I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious of what June finds, you know? And the question is, will they find that this season too? You know, I mean, what do you think? Well, mm-hmm. our, our, the preview kind of hinted towards something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think if they find too much peace, the show's over. I mean, we watch because there's conflict. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like there's a, something to brewing, too. And it, that kind of brings yeah. us to the I end mean, of the episode. Yeah. It is a good, it is a good, uh, I mean, if they end up going there, I mean, it's not a bad place to set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ex- well, you're talking about the end of the episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, was that the end? I thought that was this, the preview. Oh well, yeah. There's okay. that. There is that, but there's an element there that <laughs> oh, okay. gets screwed up. Okay, so yeah. you're talking about the mall okay. that they they'll end up going in, like yes, in that kind of homage to uh, zombie flicks, like holding yeah. out the mall, yeah. etc. Like all of them, Night of the Living Dead. Dawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there, there has to be a mall sequence. Um, yeah, there, but this has been done so many times. It doesn't work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hold up. Movies. Um, and I think we're, no. you get that feeling too. Like, oh my God, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, but what I want to kind of focus on is that like there is an element of a threat too. Like you see by the end of this episode that Logan's stance has kind of changed as a result of him getting kicked out mm-hmm. and walking 200 miles. I love the effect of him throwing his boots at um, Wes, Wes's feet. Yeah. Like there's something there. Like he's changed. The one thing that's certain is that he went from being like, kind of live and let live in a way from the start like okay you want this place back you can have it like he could have killed all of them whatever but he kind of let them go 
which kind of gave him an end to kind of screw with them later about the, the gas, the oil fields and stuff like that. And then they end up kicking him out. But like when they kick him out, like it's kind of like the beginning, like Sarah's action is kind of like the beginning, the beginning of their, at their downfall. It felt good at the time, but it sounds like, and this is going to sound bad, but like, do you get the feeling that they kind of created another Martha? You know what? I had a moment where I thought that and I was like, mm. fuck no, please and God, no. I want you to explain why we say oh, that. Because, because what was Martha's ethos? Once you're like, what was the whole like? If you're weak, like you like, what was that like? If you're weak, you die, or like something along the lines of like, um, I'm gonna make you strong. The, what was that? Was her thing? It's like that I'm was her thing. But like, right. like her thing was like anti. If you try to help, that's yeah, that makes you weak, mm-hmm. right? Right. And what's Logan's thing right now? Like he's like anti, and it used to be like, okay, you guys want to help people? All right, we're gonna take your shit. <laughs> but like. There, it kind of like the vultures. It's kind of like um, we'll wait you out and then we'll take it over. I mean, he was looking for something specific, but like he didn't right. really want to murder people. He's like, I'd like to avoid that. I'm, right. I'm Matt Frewer, etc. Right. I'm charming. <laughs> anyway, I'm projecting, but <laughs> but the idea is like he was kind of eh, whatever. He was like Gavin in a way. Like he was kind of like eh, I don't yeah. want to have to kill you. I don't really want to. We can work this out. Right. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, but now um, he's kind of like, oh, you guys, okay. I've had time to think um, walking in these cowboy boots for 200 miles. I can't imagine that, by the way. I can't imagine what that would have been like. And not only that, but hooking up with your old crew after they beat you up, by the way. Yeah. Assuming that's true, for one thing. Mm. Um, so that's that's one thing. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like, now he's kind of, like, on a mission. Cause, and you see that in the way he shoots up Wes's bike. It's mm-hmm. like... Oh, I'm not going to live and let live anymore. I'm going to take your shit. I'm going to make sure you can't use your shit. And if you try to be helpful like these guys, you're going to get it too because we have all the bullets. And he takes Wes's stuff, by the way. Right. He doesn't live and let live. Mm -hmm. He's like, he takes his shit, destroys his shit, takes his gas. And not only that, he uses him as like a decoy (laughs) to get the, the team to be like, give us the oil fields. We're coming after you. Mm. Like we're sending yeah. you a message via this guy instead of directly like telling you we're mm. coming after your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite part was when they siphoned the gas out of the tank. I know. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm saying. Brutal. That's, that's <laughs> And, and, like, the, and, that's, and that backpack yeah. is Wes's backpack at the end. It's like, jeez, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't figure that out the first watch. Yeah. That he, they took, he took all the shit he took from that place. It took everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, everything. he's going. He's like the vultures, Mar- Martha. The vulture. Did I say vulturers? Vulture. The, the whispers. The vulturers. Uh, he's like the vultures uh-huh. and Martha rolled into one. Take all your shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's and that's going to play into the mall thing because there's an element of um, because he can hear Daniel on the walkie means he's close, which means if they were talking together and the other group is close, they might know where they're at. And it seems like at some point, because mm-hmm. there are some sneak peeks that suggest that, and I don't know if this is true, but maybe one of Logan's crew, one, as far as I can tell, captures Dwight. Yeah, yeah, I can see to. that. It yeah. seems like that, yeah. Oh. But he's yeah. also seen burning a piece of paper that belongs to Dwight. And I'm wondering if that's like a Sherry letter or something like that. It would make sense. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, like, are we sure Dwight's going to make it? Will Dwight ever get his haircut? Um, <laughs> who knows? I want to talk about something else, though, when it comes to sneak peeks, because I got a chance, you know, because we have AMC, AMC premiere. And I don't think it's really a spoiler because you do get hints of it in, in this episode um, when she's checking her lymph nodes. But there's two elements mm-hmm. in, the, in the opening minutes and then sneak peeks where 
you see her you see her walk into a candy shop um this is grace and she's with Morgan. And she refers to the jelly beans as candy beansies. And Morgan's kind of like, what? Like, yeah, you, you know, candy candy beansies. And he's like, what? Nobody says that. And there, <laughs> there's a specific scene in one of the next up uh, sneak peeks where you see her on the ground next to the jelly beans. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's happening. It's happening. Something she, I think she's starting to feel the effects. Mm. Uh-oh. And I'm thinking, if she's having association problems, I'm thinking she has she has a brain tumor. Mm. So, mm. things things are not looking good It's going to be hard to diagnose that. Yeah. yeah. Because they could easily do a fake out and go, okay, she's, she's just diabetic now or something, and she mm-hmm. was low blood sugar and hypoglycemic mm. or something. But, um, yeah. yeah. And which could even actually explain further um, that one scene with the shovel, mm. with Morgan and her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan and Grace, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it could be that Morgan is digging her grave right. with her. Right. Like I need to make these arrangements ahead oh. of time. Yeah. Isn't that brutal? Like that is so morbid. But what's really good about that, by the way, is is what I kind of like about that is what you the gist that you get at the end of the tape about Morgan. And this is kind of like he's struggling to kind of draw this out. And by the end of the episode, he finally can because of his experience with Tess. Like, him helping her come out. Nobody did that for me. I wish somebody would have done that for me. By the way, and I write this in my notes, another reason why Rick is an asshole. But anyway, um, like, (laughs) fight me, okay? At me. Um, But, I mean, just in this one instance. But um, with Morgan, this one instance, this one character. (laughs) Rick shits on Morgan. Like, the entire time until he finally goes to fear um but um it's the idea of like him like i forgot to do something like i forgot to say goodbye to my family like i forgot to let this go Mm. it's been the the core thing that's made me that's destroyed me that's made me do things to myself Mm. that i shouldn't have done you know all this time and he's like and by the end of the episode it's like each one of these characters is saying help me do this help me do that i need or i need help doing this i need help letting go i need help saying goodbye um and i think i'm linking this to grace now because i think in a way helping her prepare for her end will help him say goodbye and then what oh. right like what like yeah. he has the yeah, chance closure, to say the goodbye closure he needs yeah this is like a living yeah. way of like i have a chance to say goodbye like an, and like probably yeah. an extended period of time for him to do that you know mm-hmm. and oh i just had a terrible thought yeah i just had a terrible thought like what does it look like this is so bad what does it look like <laughs> for grace like okay so she has a brain tumor right but what if she dies from that brain tumor what kind of walker does she turn into like i'm sorry that's like no. does she turn into a walker <laughs> like there's like a science here that we're not and sure. it's terrible because i love not only her character and I don't say this about many oh characters. Oh my gosh. Like, I love her character, but I also love yeah. her as a person. Like, if you watch Talking Dead, that was probably one of the best Talking Deads I've ever seen. Mm. Like, the show kind of goes <laughs> off the rails a little with Maggie Grace. <laughs> I think that kind of brings everything full circle because it, seeing, ha- watching Morgan be able to say goodbye, there is the thing about the tree, and I think we're all kind of in agreement that it feels like a Madison character or a Madison type character who does this, right? Mm-hmm. Who like mm-hmm. the thing with Madison is like every time she she said this in the last seasons like I, when I go out of the diamond when I go out into the world I I, I, I look for the beauty out here and then then I could come back and say like I saw that yeah, I'm still here mm-hmm. seeing the beauty out there or the the good out here um you know allows me to keep going you know I'm still here um 
And so that's what really, really made me reminded me of of Madison. And I'm kind of like thinking to myself, the, it, it was even noted in Talking Dead. You do see this evolution between the first episode, where like Alicia's wearing leather, a black shirt, dark jeans, and like in this episode, by the end of the video, she's wearing kind of almost like what Madison wears, like a kind of beigeish khaki camel uh, jacket, like a blue, like a light blue shirt. Like her colors, her character's colors are getting lighter. You know, mm-hmm. so. Along with her, her mood and her attitude. Yeah, or like, and she's still trying to find herself in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, she's trying to find another way, like, other than killing, and which there's a lot of Morgan parallels to Alicia's character. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. all life is precious. Like, in the beginning, mm-hmm. even, she, she refers to, um, she says, uh, I used to do cleanup and Morgan used to yeah. clear. Mm-hmm. And by the way, when he's running, when he's running towards Tess's house, he said he literally says, um, "We're clear, like we're clear." <laughs> and I'm like, I I'm didn't like, catch that. That's there's like good. A, there's a lot of parallels <laughs> here. And then like Maggie yeah. go, and and not Maggie Althea goes, "Don't move, don't move, don't move your foot." Um, but like yeah. there, there's a lot of Morgan, and which is kind of cool. Like you like to see the striation between Morgan and Alicia, and Alicia to Madison. Like that that striation, mm-hmm. that that gradation of, of characters. Like how they kind of like uh, they're like in this like little triangle of, of mood, how they intersect with each other. Um, yeah. But I think other than that, there's only one reference I want to I want to bring up is like when Logan refers to the walkers that are coming t- to West and s- calling them the marching band. He kind of says it. In yeah. Way, that's like the Walking Dead. <laughs> The way yeah. he says it, if you pay attention the to how he says it, yeah. he says it uh, like, you, you, uh, like you, you. I don't think you want to be here when the the marching band comes. Like he says it kind of like the Walking Dead. Yeah. I thought it was very clever. And now I want to know yeah. if Matt, Matt Frewer made that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that really kind of wraps it up. Um, I I kind of like it, it. Kind of brings us back to the beginning of the episode when we mentioned what this episode means. Um, and and it really is it. Their message from the top of the season started one way, like absolution and and to make up for the things that we we did, etc. To kind of like forget all that. And Dwight says it best. He goes, I I don't even know if I can make up for what I did, but I want to I want to let I want to know I want to at least know that while I'm here, I'm helping people be their best self or helping them do exist out here in the world you know like to 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 make things better for them that's what he says and i think that's that's kind of where they're going and i think that's the impression that this video gives the watcher and it kind of expires and and just the the message of you know do something you know help someone you don't have to help someone just do something that that makes the world something like it was before or you know and help someone if you can and 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 prepare a box or something like that you know what i mean like it's it's morphing into something that's like like from a negative to like something that's world building and i think that's what fear is trying to do you know yeah. So um, until then, we'll see you Sunday night live after Fear the Walking Dead's next episode. I wanted to say thank you live on air for my Thorgon t-shirt too. Oh, that's awesome. I've had it on the whole time. <laughs> Thorgon 9, shout out. Thank You're going to be in the notes. Thank you. Congratulations, right. Rachel. <laughs> I was so excited. And you're going to meet him in Sonoya. Sonoya soon, right? In That's September? right. That's yeah. right. That's yep. awesome. September 7th. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a whole bunch of people are meeting up too. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be pretty be fun. more than a handful of us. It will be fun. I really hope you guys do go live, you know, and just kind of the meeting of the minds. Um, that's oh, really I'm great. sure there'll be some of that. <laughs> I think he's going to go out with a bang because I think he's he's quitting social yeah. media after that, I think, probably. He's kind of, men- he's kind of mentioned that. Maybe like, for like a minute. He's like, I'm quitting. I'm done. <laughs> He'll be back. 
<laughs> all right. Well, anyways, guys, thank you. Uh, thank you for sticking in there and uh, and being with us. Um, I will be adjusting <laughs> the stream details, and you'll see the episode come out soon. In the meantime, take care. Lovely episode. Can't wait to see what comes from Fear the Walking Dead. We'll see you on Sunday night after the episode on the East Coast, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.